0: What's going on guys welcome back to shooting blanks today is episode six in the mental health series that we're doing We speak with robin who is an hvac tech and she goes over her Trials and tribulations as an apprentice as well as getting and staying clean and sober So it was a great time. Hopefully we'll have robin back on the podcast again soon uh, Also, just want to let you guys know that this podcast is sponsored by locals only unlimited So make sure you guys check out the instagram and the store look at our stickers and shirts and hoodies and all that fun stuff with the holidays coming up all right thanks guys Recording in progress and there it is so hello miss Robin um, hello. just to break some tension let's ask a couple questions to make sure that you're uh you're thinking and you're and you're on par so let me ask you okay. this let me ask you this who, okay, you know Ray J and Brandy, right? Yes. Who made them more famous, Ray J or Brandy? Which one of them made them or their families more famous? Brandy. Brandy. Why? Brandy. Why?
1: I don't know, because that's the first name that comes to mind. Like, when you say those two names, I was the first one that came to
0: mind. You so go Brandy, so... There brandy singing with monica brandy acting as moesha i go ray j who got kim kardashian famous and then that put them more on the map than uh i mean that's just different strokes obviously we have different mindsets i went sex tape you went who's a good singer so it's 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 fun it's fun it's fun um okay so off cuff what is the biggest animal you can take in a fight with no weapons I know, man i reeled in some big fish i think fish might even have me oh you um, go fish yeah. yeah that's a fun one isn't it isn't it is that better recording now, in progress now i can see you so i paused okay. the the video i didn't pause the audio, the audio so that's gonna be fun uh but did you answer what you would you pick you picked you said fish and then you oh, like... Maybe deer, probably you went oh, a, you went baby deer. Yeah. Baby deer. I'm going full blown bear. Full blown bear. Give me a bear. Full blown bear. Full blown bear. Love it. It's freaking great. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna win. Uh, 100%. That bear will take me out. But I mean, I'm gonna think I can. And then I got a cool story when I die. So. <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: so. Kind of like working in the trades.
0: It is. You have a good story. See how that works out. How it all ties together. And it's our own bear that we have to take out. So yeah. why don't you a lot of people who have been listening to this podcast know that I'm an electrician and I'm in my final year of my apprenticeship. Why don't right. you give a quick rundown on not you don't necessarily have don't don't say companies or anything like that cuz that could potentially get you in trouble cuz I tend to talk a lot of shit and I don't want to get you in trouble in any way <laughs> shape or form. Um okay. so just say what trade you're in um and then jump into if you're an apprentice, if you're not, how far you are, and so on and so forth. Okay.
1: Um, I'm an HVAC apprentice. For my first year, I've been with the union for about a year and a half and just got into school. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not do interviews last year due to COVID. So um, we got quite a bit of on-the-job training before uh, before we got into the school. So I have my second class uh, Monday um our first year here uh where we are um they take you out of work for a week really uh, yeah for your whole first year so it's like uh three months end a year and then three months beginning of next year we have a week off and go to school and then our second year we move into night classes so that kind of sucks but
0: well night classes would fall under after work you would just work from 6 to 2 30 and then you're in class from like 5 to 8 or how would that work
1: our schedule's here, are like, 7 to 3.30, so they do class around 6. That way you can get home, you know, do whatever you got to do with the family and, and get to
0: class. So. Nice. That's fun. Um, that's yeah. kind of how they do it with us. Uh, I was the first hybrid class uh, for my apprenticeship that does okay. the uh, night school. At first, it was you're off one day. You're off every Monday, and then you go to school. Okay. Um, and then that's your first year. And then after that, it breaks out into night school to where you do the five to eight we always talk our teachers into doing it early but i was the first class that instead of being off that monday to go to school we started at um one in the afternoon and then because we okay. did the one in the afternoon we would do one to eight and do that for the first year um so that's fun so how has your your first year how has your apprenticeship been where did you come from a trades work before is this your first union gig or is this all brand new
1: it is my first union gig. Okay. Uh, in my twenties, I did concrete. Oh. Um, I managed uh, three restaurants around here for a very long time, for about seven years, and um, worked a ton of hours. Really grateful for the money, made great money, got to support you know all the kids I had in my house at that time. I had three, and uh, but you know, no insurance, no retirement, no no real benefits. of right. You know, working all those hours and. And doing all of that and um and so i met a gentleman uh i was doing a side job you know uh, a lot of people know i'm in recovery my sponsor they're older and uh her husband has a heart condition so every year for the past four years i have done their garden for them right nice. i dig it up and put new soil and get everything planted it's like a tradition now right yeah uh, but I met this gentleman there and he's like, man, you're a good worker. Would you ever think about going into the trades? And, um, and I told him you guys don't pay shit. I'm not going into the trades. Right.
0: There <laughs> Cause you go. I made
1: around 70,000 a year. Nice. Uh, at the job I was at, um, you know, after, you know, next couple months, he just really kind of talked me into it, you know, sat down, went over, went over retirement insurance, uh, the benefits of it. And, uh, and I finally jumped. It was pretty scary, but oh, for I'm sure. really glad I did.
0: Yeah. There you go. So okay, so you 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 jumped right into it and said uh, how you're in recovery and you have sponsors and, and all that. Did you? I, I noticed that you went. I didn't watch the live. I have a hard time watching Instagram lives, even though I should probably yes. do it for my Instagram. Um, but is that something that you're comfortable diving in and saying and talking about? Oh yeah, sure. Don't. Why yeah. don't you? Why don't you run that down for whatever you're comfortable with
1: i'll be sober uh sober and clean 10 years this february it's upcoming february
0: right congratulations it's that's awesome that is huge it's a, big deal. it's a real big deal yeah
1: i uh i was an IV drug user um i was a garbage can man anything i could get my hands on that would change my state of mind um i was all in i mean okay. i even shot up alcohol At a certain point, like
0: if I ran out of rubbing alcohol, Um, or we're talking Coors Light alcohol, or yes, no beer, (laughs) no Gatorade. Oh,
1: if I was too sick to drink stuff, I would uh, definitely do that. Uh, Yeah, and uh so when i quit like oh my hair was falling out and i had abscesses everywhere because right like you're not supposed to like shoot up that kind of shit
0: <laughs> so. yeah i don't think you're supposed to shoot up any kind of shit let's not just say that kind of shit <laughs> let's be real <laughs> right right <laughs>
1: My mom died taking care of my kids. She never saw me clean and sober. My oh, mom shit. ever, ever. And uh, and I'd like to tell you that was enough. It just it just wasn't enough. Yeah. You know, losing my kids, doing all that stuff, just was not enough. And uh, I had a really really rude awakening um, about two years after my mom died. And uh, and I decided to uh, go into a detox and try and get clean. I didn't stay clean right after that. You know, they say don't date, don't you know make big decisions in your first year and um and i did date and uh that didn't work out and and so of course i go back to my normal well i'm gonna get loaded right fuck you
0: all hurt me so is that why they say don't date because you have the potential for heartbreak and different sorts of ways to steer you back into using or what is that about absolutely
1: and and you know, it took many, many years in the program to, like, know who I am, know what I want, know what I like, and and, um, and have, like, tools, right? Uh, like, coping skills that most okay. people have. Yeah. I didn't have those. My coping skill was getting loaded. So, uh, you know, coping skills of, hey, maybe they're having a bad day. Hey, maybe it has nothing to fucking do with right? Like, right. I did not have those coping skills Yeah. at all whatsoever when I first got sober. So everything was super personable. Um, super big, you know, uh, so
0: I think that that's mainly why, you know? Yeah. Right on. When did you make the switch? Uh, obviously it's been, it's been 10 years. Have you always been into lifting or is that the way that you cope now instead of using you hit the CrossFit gym and you just get those gains, bro? Like, is that when, you (laughs) know, I have actually,
1: yes. When I got sober, I lived at this house. It was all men. You know, uh, mm. thank God my, my sister got sober before I did. And um, and she would always take me to that tattoo guy's house, right? Yeah. And uh, when I decided to get sober, he was in recovery. And he was like, hey, man, just stay here. And so he was a really cool guy. A lot of people getting sober, staying there. But I was the only chick, man. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. Right? But um, we had one roommate that loved CrossFit. And, um, and he was always happy. He was always, like, running around doing stuff and, like, just a happy guy. And I was like, man, I don't want what that guy has, you know? So he started out giving me, like, little workouts in the morning. I'd get up super early and do that. And and um, and um I remember I did little workouts in the garage for about a year. Okay. And then I, I tried my first CrossFit gym, and that was just game over. Nice. It was game over after that.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. freaking huge.
1: So, yeah. I love the gym, man. It teaches you a lot of things you get to learn in the trades you know
0: elaborate like like what
1: well you have a bad day you have a bad lift a bad competition like you still show up the next day right
0: yeah yeah like
1: that i learned that in the gym i learned that i want something you know whether it's a bigger squat or deadlift or number one in a competition like you gotta keep showing up for that shit man even when it sucks right and and the trades being in the trades is the same thing you know you gotta keep showing up To get that journeyman card right So yeah. it's kind of the same thing as competing You know to yeah. me personally
0: I can see that so okay That can translate over so Would mm-hmm. you say that having a bad coach Or having a bad Partner is the equivalent of having A bad Journeyman or foreman Cause you and I just talked about that too with the, and, and I wanted to talk about that specifically On here um, right. A lot of it even I was talking about it today uh, when I was doing my my photo shoot earlier. About I posted a couple memes yesterday and today about me just poking fun at shit that I see in the trades and blah blah blah. And the ones that are more about anti union, I lost like sixty followers. Like I, I I don't I don't just ride whatever the union says. I don't I don't live and breathe union. You know what I mean? There's good right. and there's bad. And right now right. I see a lot of bad with my school, and I'm gonna call the fuck out. And it needs to right. change. Um, what bad have you seen recently? What 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 was the bad that you were going through with those guys on your site? Explain that situation and then we can indulge a little bit more into the details of it.
1: Okay. so yes, I have a couple journeymen that are, um, my company when I started there was very small. Like I was the sixth employee, right? Ooh. Yeah. Within this last year we now have a good forty to fifty employees. Nice. Right. So that's awesome. We've built our construction side as well as our service side. But what's happened is that these two journeymen that are um used to doing whatever they want, used to getting all the perks, used to, you know, having their ego fly around. Um they don't really get to do that anymore. You know, all the perks and benefits they used to get, they don't really get anymore because we've grown so big. So, right. um, and to what's happened is that, you know, there's some people that have started with different, um, standards. Some of us are really excited to be in the trades and get going and, and doing stuff. And they don't like that. They really kind of want people that are going to show up whenever, tell the boss to fuck off, you know? Um, so, these guys have really had it in for me for the last couple of months. You know, um, we had the stupid little checkout at the end of the day and, uh, and they've really just bullied everyone. What's into, a checkout. Like, take...
0: What's what's a checkout at the end of the day. What does that mean?
1: So we have like a big teams chat. And so, you know, our boss is like, Hey man, just check out at the end of the day and let us know because we are service. Um, if that job's complete, if you need to go back tomorrow, uh, what you think you have on your board for the week. Um, just so everyone kind of knows where the job's at. Um, if you need to return there, they can, you know, dispatch you out there tomorrow. Um, and so it's been, I don't know why these guys have hung on to it, but they have, and they're like, don't check out. And so they'll send me like stupid text messages. Right. And I just don't listen. I just keep doing what I'm told to do. Like, I don't really care what they say. Um. so that's really really set these guys off you know that they have not been able to persuade me to fuck the boss basically you know yeah um and so we got into it a couple weeks ago Uh, i have a really a journeyman that is really super mean to me like cusses at me um won't tell me the right thing to do if i ask questions he'll just look at me and walk away like um or uh, he won't direct me. we will show up on site and he won't tell me anything to do, right? So I'll just start looking at like comparing units, you know, like uh, we had uh, 28 fan coils we're putting in at yeah. this school. And all he said is we're doing electrical, right? So I show up, some have electrical boxes on the outside, some of the electrical has been moved inside. Um, And it was actually our sheet metal foreman that told me, hey, like we don't have enough space up there. So we're taking the box from the outside and moving all the electrical inside, right? Um, so I just started looking at another unit and then, okay, that's how that was done. I'm going to do it the same on this other unit. And, um, and that's kind of how it is when I work with that guy, you know, like he will not direct me at all whatsoever. So a couple weeks ago, I just told him, look, man, I ain't fucking going nowhere. Like I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. And, and honestly, you're just making me a better technician, right? you know, cause yeah. I have to learn all this shit on my own. Um, and that really, really pissed him off. So <laughs> We were on site uh, last week, and, uh, you know, we do a lot of chiller work, a lot of boiler work, a lot of stuff that runs a lot of power. Yeah. Um, And we had a chiller maintenance, and he was replacing a part, and he said, hey, go, you know, go disconnect the wiring. And I said, okay, is it de-energized? You know, is it off? And he goes, yeah, man. And uh, thank God I don't trust this guy, because I went and checked it before. I even touched it, and it had, like, 480 going to it. Wow. And, like, it was just a big joke to him. You know, he's like, oh, man, she checked it, and uh, that would have been a good. And, like, these are the a few of the guys that I work with, right? Like, there are way more guys that are, like, love my ambition, love that I go home and study on my own, love that I ask questions. Uh, but there's just two of them that just, they don't, it's like they don't want anybody new in there at all.
0: We're fighting on site. <laughs> yeah, you do that to me. I we're we're fighting on site. I'll I'll push <laughs> your fucking ladder over. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, but you're a big guy, man. Ah, know? nah, but see, and that's that's where it's hard because if I if I actually do fight or get physical, I'll get kicked out of the apprenticeship, and I'm about to right. be done. And that's where I'm having a hard time. Where people shouldn't be protected like that. Uh, I'm not saying I should go be, I should be able to go around and whoop people's ass. I need to keep my stuff in check and not do that. But on the flip of it, that could kill you. You know what I mean? And that's not okay to fuck around and say, yeah, it's de energized and ah, ha, 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 you checked it. It's no, what are you really trying to do? I have, I mean, for you, you have girls that you have to go home to. You have, you know, kids, you have a life, you have everything. Even if you don't, it doesn't fucking matter. You should want to go home at the end of the day. And that's the goal is to keep everybody working and hustling and going home at the end of the day to come back tomorrow. You know? And I think that is just, it's bullshit. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's the good old boy mentality, but a lot lot of it, that's really fucking right. A lot of it is almost like a good old boy mentality that they don't want to share knowledge so that they don't lose their job. So Mm -hmm. because you're a fucking bum and you can only do ABCD and I can go all the way to M, you're gonna stop me because you don't wanna up your game. And like you're experiencing, right. you're upping your game and you're gonna surpass them. And the bosses are gonna see that and then in what? When you turn out, you're gonna be their boss. And it's like, ah, guess what, motherfucker? That's my goal. Go to the fucking hall, you're balanced, I don't want you here. So <laughs> right. Yeah, that's totally my goal. You know? Totally my goal. Absolutely. So what have yeah. you done about that? Did did you did you Leave it between you and him? Are you going to leave it between you and him? Or what are you going to do? Or what did you do? I
1: actually called one of my journeymen for advice. Like, I'm pretty new to the union. I don't know what all the rules are. I'm kind of like you. Like, I respect the union and and I want to follow the rules. But I don't know them all yet. Right? So, and I haven't really honestly put a lot of effort into it, you know? Um, So I was just like, hey, like, what are the rules? Can I request not to work with this journeyman? Like, uh, what is the process here? You know? Yeah. And um, he's like, I want you to talk to our GF. So um, I called him, had a conversation with him, and, um, and he reported it to my boss. Now, the only other thing is, is this guy and my boss are really close outside of work right? Oh. Um, so since reporting that, I have been scheduled with that journeyman um, every day since then uh, for 10 to 14 hour days. Hmm. So um, it's good. I get a week off next week for work, right? And, yeah. uh, and I found myself Friday like sending a shitty email to all of them, right? And, and thank God for my program because today I was just like, okay, I might wake up and feel better tomorrow. Um, and maybe be able to process this and communicate this in, in a little bit better way that, um, that would carry some dignity within myself. Right. Yeah, Cause when yeah. I get mad, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are like that. There's a, there's not a lot of trying to have people understand where you're coming from. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I didn't send it. I'm going to take, you know, the, uh, the week of school, Yeah. um, and then, uh, you know, if the schedule comes out next Monday and I'm with him, I'm definitely sending out the email um, saying I refuse to work with him. Um, it will be an email to every single um, manager that we have. Um, and and I'll just go from there.
0: Um, are you stuck with this shop, down, your entire apprenticeship? Well, no, 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 but are you stuck with the shop, your have entire apprenticeship? for? Uh... We
1: are. We, we are not allowed to leave. I don't know about you guys. Can you guys leave? while you're
0: an apprentice we can't drag up we can't quit but they want us to rotate for us every six months anyway uh okay but if in your situation you're not safe i mean we have we can technically go to our director at school we can go straight to the dispatcher at the union hall we can go to our business manager uh to where we have those avenues to where it's it's not like throwing a fit i didn't get my way so i'm going to call the next high up it's more of I don't feel safe here y'all and you're all not, you're not doing nothing. So I'm going to keep moving up that chain and keep causing right. a fucking stink until I feel safe to go to work. Cause I'm not leaving. That's not fair. I didn't do yeah. anything for him to do that. Treat me this way, blah, 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 blah. And then that's how we would go about it. Um, but I've only been with three shops my entire apprenticeship. I've kind of finagled that's the system rough. and I've done every extension I can and And I keep contact with the superintendent of labor at every shop to where I can, Hey, work slowing down. Can I come back? (laughs) I guess, you know, that's, that's that, that's what I do. And that's, uh, what I've gotten some other people in my class to do. Um, but it's not for everybody. And that's what I'm learning that people like to just sit back and be told, here's your next shop. Here's your next job. I have to keep working and moving. Otherwise what, what, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? Um, right. that's good. I'm glad you said something. Cause I know last we talked about it, uh, you were kind of wavering on if you wanted to say something and rock the boat or just kind of put your head down, shut up and go for it. You know what I mean? But I'm glad you said something and it's gonna at least be in the ears of people. I think it's fucked up that, I mean, who knows? Maybe he had a conversation with Mo with the beers like, Hey dude, cool your shit. You're going to be working with Robin anyways. So treat her like a fucking person and maybe it'll be better. Um, We're not going to know until you get there But I'm trying to be optimistic You know what I mean It's it's more of a If we're not You're going to lose your fucking teeth You knocking his out You know what I mean So it's some, Something's right. going to yeah. change somewhere You know so. <laughs> Right Right So what's your ultimate yeah. goal Do you want to be a foreman you want to run your own shop What, what do you want to do when you turn out
1: oh, You know I love service Because you really get to work alone yeah. You know, but um honestly in my hall here we have had the same teachers forever. Yeah. Forever. And and a couple of the guys, like my first teacher was seventy five, man, he was retired and it's like I asked them like why aren't more people coming in to teach, man? And uh I think it'd be perfect for me, you know, uh to be able to teach. I don't know if I have the personality for it. I guess we'll find out as I move along, but yeah. um but I definitely know we need some other people to step in there. You know, my oldest daughter's almost, or my youngest is almost out of the house. So it's nice. like, why not? Uh, why not build a career, or maybe just become a traveling, you know, traveling HVAC chick. That'd so be cool. I think that'd be
0: cool too. That's a good way to see the country or see. You know what I mean? Just move around and see what's up. If it's anything yeah. like our union, our our teachers, it's very political based. It's very, uh, you have to appease the board based rather than here's what I bring to the table and here's what I can teach. It's more of, are you going to be a yes man or yes woman to our board and appease them? If you're not, you're out. And that's my biggest problem with our school is my teacher now wants to be on the board. And they're like, no, that's conflict of interest. And he's like. I work in the field all day. I teach these apprentices that are coming up. I teach a journeyman class. You should want me on the board to know what's working and what's not. How it should go right. and how it's not. Not it, Now it seems like, and I could be wrong, and that's why I'm doing a lot of research myself because I'm probably going to put myself into some sort of position in the school or on the board if I can. Um, from an outsider, me being the outsider looking in, it looks like they only care about money for butts in the seats not what's being yes. taught. And I have a problem with the school, with the class starting out saying, you're not going to use this in the field ever. Why am I here? Or I'm not sure how to explain this. Here's a couple YouTube videos. Watch this, do some homework, come back. That's not teaching us yet. Yeah, at that point it is up to us to learn. And that's great. That's fine. And Danny, we're all fucking adults. That's how it should yes. be. But what is the benefiting factor for me to say, join my union and be an apprentice here if you're going to have to be self-taught and self-reliant anyways, you may as well go do all right. your shit, get your hours non-union and then organize in. You know right. what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's a hard part that I'm having right now. Um, and I know, and it was brought to my attention because I don't know if you knew this or not. I'm a loud mouth and I have no problem calling people out on their <laughs> no, shit. Uh, never, never right. Uh-uh, Nobody uh-uh, could uh-uh. ever know that with me. Um, I had people show me emails that they're getting from the school that they're hand selected to represent their class about the apprenticeship. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, that's cool. And then I'm like, well, why? Why are, why is one person hand-selected? Because I, I don't care that I wasn't picked for my class. I don't know who was picked for my class. But other people bring different things to the table. So it's not... Let's just have an apprentice meeting to see what we can do. And apprentices that want to come can and blah, blah, blah. They tried it with this, with this renew program, but it didn't work in my local. Um, so I don't know. I have to, I, I don't know a lot of information to speak on it yet, but I, I, I want to know why there's not a lot of transparency with, with the higher ups. Um, right. and I, I was talking to my buddy who's, who is a, a garbage man. And he said that, that they went in union to keep management honest. And now I'm like, that's fucking, that's a great point we're supposed to be union to keep us working to find us work to keep the contractors honest and it's there's a weird shift that it's more of a good old boy situation like hey buddy like your journeyman and your owner we're buddies outside of this so we're cool right Right. no that's not if we're buddies then do things that are going to raise us both up don't be a dick and then now i have to look stupid because we're friends and you're abusing that situation And that's where I'm having a hard time with it now Because it seems like a lot of places are getting more of a Here's a hundred bucks, do things my way Or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean That's what it seems like Again, because this is going up on YouTube and Spotify and Apple I don't know if that's happening But from what it seems like it is And I'm gonna try to find out And stir the fucking pot To know why it's Shitty for us And I hope that it's not the same way for you But it sounds like that's how it is for your company And that sucks Our whole
1: You know, we are, uh, us HVAC, we're in the Plumbers and Pipe Fitters Union. Right. Uh, which is great, but, but our union is run by Plumbers and Pipe Fitters. Yeah. Um, which is also okay. I actually get along with them better uh, than I do um, the HVAC people for some odd reason. I think it's because I just come from a construction background, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, So it's really hard, number one, for us to even get a say in uh, they're just kind of like, Oh yeah, whatever. HVAC. Um, like they're doing us a favor by letting us in their union. You know what I'm saying? But, right. um, we just now, the gentleman that got me in, uh, my business agent, uh, he passed away Ooh. right before I got it. Uh, he, uh, had a heart attack mm. and left behind, uh, you know, a couple kids, uh, two, two daughters and a wife. Sure. And, um, that was absolutely tragic and horrible. Um, and he was for HVAC, which is why he wanted me to go in there. You know, yeah. he said, you know, plumbers and pipe editors are out of work a lot of the year, um, which is true. They're fighting for work in the winter. We're always working. People either need their heat on or they're they're hot and they want their air off. on. Right. So, um, but our new business agent is really, really cool about HVAC. Um, okay. He actually, our, our contract came up for negotiations and we got an extra 1350 over the next five years. Nice. Um, which is the most we've ever gotten and okay. it was really cool in our last business meeting he said you know i wish you guys all because they were all complaining right uh the plumbers and pipe getters and he said just go work with them for a day man because we got to know electrical we got to know plumbing we got we got to know everything you know refrigeration uh we 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 have to know everything to do our job right. so i think that was nice yeah
0: that is that that, that mm-hmm. really is yeah now, how have just on a, on a personal note, coming up on on ten years, um, yeah, does it get easier to stay clean, or is it always a constant battle, a constant roller coaster? Especially doing the shit you're doing. Like I'm, I'm sure. Now this is an assumption. Doing dealing with shit like you just did with homie, that's more of a time to be like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Uh it, right. is it ever just out of your mind to not do, or is it always just Right there.
1: You know, I don't think about it often. Okay, uh, the, that's good. The life that that recovery's given me, my you know. Sorry about the car. My daughter's sick, so I'm sitting in my car so I don't wake her up.
0: No, you're um, good. You're good.
1: The life that it's given me, the ability to be a mom. You know, I got I got a second chance at being a mom, and uh, and and that didn't come easy. My kids hated me for a long time, you know, and the relationships that I have with them today um and, and more so the respect for right. myself that I have today. I wouldn't sell that or give that up for anything ever again. Good. You know. That's huge. Uh, so it it's not that hard. Last year when when my business agent and uh and my stepfather passed away, 5 days uh within each other.
0: Damn, um, I'm sorry. That
1: was that was a rough rough time. Um and I did, you know, everybody was partying at the funerals and stuff. And I did, for, for the first time in many years, just want to check out, you know. I thought, man, that'd be super cool to just get drunk and check out, right. Um, but this kind of shit that's going on at work, it just honestly reminds me of the dope game, you know. Okay. It really does. It reminds me of, you know, who's going to outsmart who and who's going to, um, you know, degrade who and who's going who's gonna to win.
0: You yeah know yeah. Um,
1: i just I just fight my battles differently today you know right than I did then but it it is very similar to me to to being out on the streets dealing with this kind of stuff so
0: that's huh mm-hmm. that's crazy that's 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 a great analogy and that's uh yeah that's shitty that it's like that but that's a lot of uh, a lot of kudos that you know who you are to keep yourself strong so at at this point in time are you you can't, I don't want to say indulge in like a beer or anything, but is that where it starts? Or like you can't have. That's exactly. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's
1: always where it has started for me, always. Because um, I just don't care when I'm drunk, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, before I got sober, sober, clean and sober, that was always my, my go to. I'd get drunk and then, you know, that just was never good enough for me. I had to go get meth, go get heroin, go pop pills Um, Uh just absolutely desecrate myself,
0: you know. Dang. Always. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. do you get a lot of shit now because I know that people that don't know me, uh am for hanging out and I'm not drinking. You know, there's always that peer pressure. Do right. you get a lot of shit from adults? Oh, it's you if you're not that bad, just have a glass of wine, have a beer. You know what I mean? Uh does that ever does that did, does that stop you from going out and doing stuff Because of that and how people are And how everybody has to be drunk now To enjoy A night out Or a right. party or a concert You know what I mean Does that stop you from doing stuff because of Not that you can't handle it But because sometimes that's just fucking mentally is exhausting too Of dealing with the people Not just the experience or the, or the atmosphere You know what I mean um, right. Does that stop you from doing stuff
1: uh, there are some you know some situations i do have friends that drink still um uh i do have a uh, family that still indulge um and i just know like if i'm off kilter or if i'm sad or like if i'm dealing with a stressful thing at work like i am now yeah. i'm more than likely won't go uh just because i don't want to it's a totally different thing to like be sober and in chaos within your your heart and your soul and your mind like what am i gonna do with my life um and be around loud crazy people right you know. Right. um on the other side of that you know when when i'm doing okay um i have no issues with it you know it's uh recovery is a choice right always has been always will be i don't care what's going on you know um I was really lucky that I got to stay sober. That I made that choice. That I reached out. That I prayed. That that I did whatever I had to do to hang on to my sobriety last year when when uh, drinking felt like a good option. Because uh, I'll tell you, when we came back from COVID, there was a lot of a lot of old timers um, that went out and drank, man, and some of them didn't make it back. Yeah. You know, they did not make it back, and they had thirty plus years. You know. And it's always a choice. I don't care where I am, what's going on. Uh, we have a choice. You know, I, I'm an adult, like you said. I'm over 21. If I want to fucking drink, I can go drink.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, so
1: we have a choice. Whether we have a good day, bad day, whether life sucks, whether whatever. I always have a choice, you know. Yeah,
0: that's that's really fucking true. And that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand is that it's a choice on both ends of the spectrum for what you're going right. to do and, and how it's going to be. And it's, it's funny because when you talk to people, I found that it's always... A choice when it's something good but it's not really a choice when it's something bad when it really it really is that choice for what you're gonna do um like you i was everybody has that sobering moment for just to use that term and mine was when my dad died 10 years ago uh and that's almost the same thing to where he never saw me be a man he never saw me be the good father that I think I am now. You know what I mean? It was always, up there's Nick just doing what Nick does. He's being a douchebag. He's out there fighting. He's doing stupid shit on his motorcycle. It's I was enjoying life, and I was just pissing away my responsibilities because I was angry at the world, and that was my choice. That was my choice of trying to live up to stuff I never had to live up to, and I was never supposed to live up to, and that's what I chose to do for 10 years. I think I started doing all my shit when I was 15. And that's when I was uh, drinking and, you know, selling and doing all that stuff just to try to be with the big boys. And all that did was nothing It got me a record. That's what it did. You know what I mean? Because I don't tell on people and it's like, well, now what? And I don't even talk to those people anymore. And I'm the one that got hit. So it's like, what does that do? You know what I mean? And then it jumped me into, uh, I actually, so... My dad was he was uh, he was a hell's angel uh, for for a long time, um, and but he got away from that lifestyle when my sister was born, my older sister, and then obviously me, and but there were still people that came around, there were still friends that came around. My dad still had that yeah. reputation, had that thing, and I want I wanted that, I wanted that respect, I wanted that fear of people, and then I realized after he died, that that's not what people feared, that's not what people. I mean, people were scared that he was going to kick the shit out of him. Don't get me wrong, but that's not what right. people respected. They respected who my dad would was as a man, as a father, as an employee. And uh, I was very, very, very thankful later on and uh, learned a lot about my dad when I was I was a non union pipe fitter and I worked for um, a propane company. My dad was their truck driver and he uh, hauled their gas from the from Chevron to their location and around and blah blah blah, I had his class A, it was cool, and to hear the stories of my dad, I'm like that's why he was the man who he was. That's, and my dad was quiet. My dad and I, net, he, was, he was my best friend, but we never talked a lot because that's just who my dad was. We never shared emotion. It was, that's just how he was. And right. when I talked to my boss at the time, he was like, hey, when your mom called me to say that your dad passed away, I had to pull the truck over and I just started crying. I was like, shit. I was like, okay, so yeah. my dad left impacts on people that I didn't know. And I was so angry when he first died that I was going to bars just fighting people. And I was like, hey, you're going to earn your money tonight to the bouncers. And I'm like, fuck it, here we go. And I knew where to go, where the people knew me, and they're like, I won't get arrested, but I can start some shit and be okay. And that was my drug of choice was violence. And I woke up every day and I fucking chose violence while I was a father. So I was putting my own selfish ambition, my own pain ahead of, my young kids who were five and three, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. it's, it's like you, it's a, you, you, you you're in this almost trance fog of what's more important for yourself than what's more important for everybody around you. And you're killing everybody around you just to make yourself feel okay. Yeah. And it's, it's such a brutal cycle and you put it so freaking beautifully that you have that choice every day. To have a good day, to have a bad—you see those fucking memes, and they're corny as shit. And everybody shares them. I'm sure I'm shared <laughs> right? them. I'm sure yeah. you've shared them. That is ten—is a, a bad situation going to affect your day or ten seconds of it? It's like, yeah, okay, cool. That—that's all cool in the gang. But when you're in that moment, it's like, yep. nah, that fucked my whole day up. Yeah, I you know what I mean. And then you're like, then you look back to the, two days later, like, why did that fuck my whole day up? I don't, right. you know what I mean. And then you feel stupid. It's, It's—it's a whole fucking thing. But it's a lot easier to look back on it and hopefully it changes the future because from what i've heard and what i've studied when it comes to psychology if you're used to blowing up anytime someone calls me like i have a trigger word and anytime somebody called me that trigger word i was punching you in the face no matter what and yes. it got to a point where i stopped doing that and i i couldn't figure out why why am i not as mad anymore why am it just cuz i'm i'm older and apparently the way that the brain works is the second you force yourself to not react the normal way it starts to rewire itself and now it's like that's not as bad oh and then you start to go on which ties into recovery of oh i don't need a beer to feel okay i don't need to go shoot up to escape this drama i don't need you know in in my first job actually when i was 15 was with a roofer and he was a recovering user as well and so the stories and everything that i saw and heard from him was an eye-opener to why i never used but I did do the other side of it, of like I'll never use it, but I'll sell it. You know what I mean? I, and it's yeah. it's it, it's it's capitalizing on the wrong wrong aspect of it. Um, right. But it's uh, it's huge to understand that you have a choice, and it's beneficial. And I think that that's why I'm glad that this podcast has turned into what it has, because this is what I'm choosing to use my gift of gab for is to get people like you on here to explain your story as a woman in the trades, as somebody in recovery and fought so hard. I want you to have a platform to share your story, to show other people shit. I can do it. You know what I mean? And it's, it's always like you said, it's always a choice. It's always an option to, to do better. You know Um, what's something that you would say for women in the trades what is, what is, what is your one key advice for somebody, for a woman in the trades? Oh
1: man. Um, uh, definitely. And in, in my book, carry yourself with some grace and dignity. That's a big, big, huge, huge thing for me. Um, I'm all into us being beautiful. Um, I love, I love your calendar, by the way. I, I absolutely love that. Um, And I think that's great. I think women are beautiful and strong and sexy and, and, um, and they need to be proud of that. Right. Um, But I know that I've seen a few ladies come in the last year and go and, um, and they came in for the wrong reasons.
0: They came in to find a husband.
1: Yeah. We'll leave it as simply as that. Like, I had to ask myself that question because, you know, I'm a single mom and stuff. I had to ask, why am I joining the trades, right? right like, right. So I would ask any woman, why are you joining the trades? Yeah, And hold on to that reason. The whole time you're there, you hold on to that because that's what I hold on to. I join the trades to have a good retirement, to make sure my kids are taken care of, and to make sure that when my kids grow up and have a family, they they get to do that. Yeah. And that they get to come over and visit me because they want to, not because they have to take care of me. right? Not because I need money for groceries or any money for my medicine or whatever the hell's going on then. Um, you know, I mean, I just find freedom if I can just get to the end of that road. And, and so anybody, I mean, that goes for anybody going into the trades. I've seen some of my journeymen be absolutely horrible to some of the, the new guys too. Like this is not just a this is definitely not just a female thing, man. Yeah. This is just a traits thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I've seen a lot of them quit. I've seen a lot of them, uh, you know, just kind of fall in line. Um, and I kind of wish I had that personality a little bit more than I do, but I just don't, man. I fell in line and I let people degrade me and I put myself in bad positions so much in my life that when I got sober, I was like, no more, man. Yeah. You know, like no more. I'm not doing that anymore. So I would say that to any woman or anyone coming to the trades. Find out why, you know, and you hold on to that why. Because that's it. Every time I have a shitty day, every time I work with a shitty journeyman, every time, uh, you know, I go home crying, it's uh, why am I here? You know, like, am I here for them? Am I here to make friends? Am I here for No. I'm here to make damn sure that my girls know they could do anything they put their mind to. Yeah. And, and, and to make sure that, you know, we're okay when I'm older, you know, I don't mind working hard, but, uh, but I finally just got old enough to like, okay, I don't mind working hard, but, but what is this doing for me? You know, yeah. like, what do I get out of it?
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. Cause I've actually, I had my, um, uh, I used to carpool with a journeyman. Um, and that's what he told me when I started locals only. I was like dude this sucks it's not as consistent as I thought I had expectations of my brand and I, I fucked myself up in the mind for that one and I didn't realize how long it takes to actually be there and I'm still not there yet I'm not even kind of popular yet I'm not I'm not there and I'm working on it but all he said was the same thing you just said he's like well what's your why'm like was that a sentence I was like that's not it what's your why come on bro like that, <laughs> let, let, let's use actual words um yeah. and that's what that's what he said he goes you have to find your why what is your why for doing this brand? What is your why for starting this? What is it? W- what? And I was like, ah, shit. And then I reflected and I thought about it. And now I'm trying to make that a part of it every single day. I have a lot of work to do, but like nobody's perfect. Nobody's done. Um, but finding your why not only in work, but in every aspect of your life is what is huge. Why you're at the gym, why you're in this relationship, why you're, you know, everything has a why. Right. And what are you going to do with it? Which goes back to what you said before. What's your choice? What's your choice? Good or bad. You know, and, and it, it all comes full circle when you strip it down to the nuts and bolts of everything in life. And we just get too convoluted with shit. Yeah. Whether it's social yep. media, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, affection, yeah. it's too much shit. And right. we can't see the why 90% of the time. And it's hard. Absolutely. You know, it's hard. Like right now, why am I a fan? They, they left me twice. <laughs> you I know what I mean? Don't know <laughs>
1: A Raiders chip is it really my sponsor gets, yeah I'll have to show it to you my my sponsor gets me a Raiders chip every freaking year oh
0: yep. that's so freaking cool yeah yeah oh man that is so Let's freaking see, awesome
1: I have it in my car oh no might be on my windowsill oh wait wait might be lucky have you been to a game
0: recent? Well, not last year, but you're going to go this year? I went to the store last year when I was in Vegas because they wouldn't let us into the uh, stadium. Uh, yeah. Two of my best friends are out there right now, the assholes. Um, <laughs> they went to the game today, and then they went to the fights last night. The uh, one yeah. homie we went to the fights like you dick. I didn't even watch them. I was like, you know what? I ain't even watching it. You guys are there. Go fuck yourselves. Uh <laughs> I was like, Man, what the fuck? I mean, which is cool. We're gonna plan to go out there for a bigger card. But yeah, I, the the store was cool. Um, I wanna. I have a hard time going out there because I'm a huge hockey fan. So I love okay. the Sharks and the Golden yep. Knights out there. I'm like, oh, we're fighting just because I don't like the Knights. We're fighting. So... <laughs> yep, yep. And they have a weird thing. I went in their store too just because I was there. And as you leave, like, oh, have a Golden Knight. I was like, that's stupid. Don't say that. Like, <laughs> I'm just hating on it You know what I mean That's all it is I'm just, just hating on it You know Whatever um, But I did just look As uh, as you were looking For your chip That the, the Raiders did uh, They didn't win yet But they were down 14-2 to Now they're up 25-17 So I'm happy And I can wear my shit Tomorrow with pride Like I always do No matter what When I lose I wear it with pride But I can talk Absolutely. shit And I can talk yep. shit And I love talking shit So I'm going to but... That's
1: it That's it I wore my jersey every Sunday and Monday at the restaurant. And uh to. I was like the only staff member that that was like diehard Raiders. But I'm telling you, that's how I got some of my really cool customers was yeah. because I was a freaking Raiders fan. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sitting with her, I was really sitting with nobody else.
0: Done. Done. Absolutely. That is yeah, awesome. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, that is so freaking cool. I love, glitter, yeah. I love that. I love that. That is freaking here, awesome. Get little Raiders chip. Done. <laughs> So 10 years is February, huh? Yeah. Wow. Four months away.
1: Yeah. I'm pumped. A whole decade. That's crazy. That's
0: huge. That's huge. You yeah. going to do anything for it? What are you going to do?
1: Uh, you know what? I normally just go out to you with my sponsor maybe some other people in the program. We laughed about how freaking crazy I was when I came in. There you go. There
0: we go. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. That was
1: pretty crazy. Yeah. So, um, recently let's see what we got going on we got a uh i got another lady in recovery that just found crossfit she's super pumped about it super ready to go and um i have not competed in two years and uh she goes well you know uh i just kind of signed you up so uh end of uh end of october i'll be doing my first uh crossfit competition in uh let me see about two years so
0: nice you ready Interesting. you ready Mm -hmm. yeah Ready or not, man. Do it. Get out there and have a great time. Do it. That's what's up. That. On the floor, you know. That's that's freaking yeah. awesome. There's a guy that I used to kick it with. His mom has a gym in Hollister, and I think okay. she was, uh, I want to say, in the top ten of the nation of the over fifty yes. CrossFit games. So I'm like, that's freaking cool. I mean, yeah, I I don't know much about it, but it's. I mean, that sounds cool, you know. So, getting it. Uh, you know.
1: CrossFit is so much fun. Watch some of the uh, CrossFit games
0: online. I might have to. I might have to. On
1: YouTube, to. just watch
0: one of them and you'll be hooked. Done. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. So why don't you go inside with your daughter, even though she's sleeping, but check on her, and then uh, hit keeps. me up, and we can do um, we can do another episode. We can go into more details on some things um, when we can uh, figure out where we want to go with our conversation. I'm glad we have the conversation that we did. So thank you for sharing I and being open um and hopefully people will hear this and watch this and they will stick to it whether it's their program or their trade or something and then we can start this conversation with other people and they will uh be strong enough to be like you which is an aspiration to other people so inspiration not i don't want to i want to aspire to be you but i want you to inspire people so i need to get my words right um but which is okay so yeah
1: (laughs) But thank you so much for having me on, and um, I love I love what you're doing, man. I love your podcast. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of thank your stickers you. and your thank gear um, and your calendars. So uh, keep rocking that. I'm one of your one of your huge supporters. I, I rock all that. your shit to my school, man. I tell everybody about your page. So
0: I appreciate that. Um,
1: I'm really really proud of you and happy for you.
0: Thank you. That yeah. means a lot. So that's a good way yep. for me to start the week. So that's uh, that's great. So. Uh, tell your daughter that I hope she feels better and, uh, will, thank you. let me know how she is. Yeah.
1: Okay. I sure will.
0: All right. Have a good night.
1: All right. You too. Bye.